Hello there, and welcome to 30 Days of Grimm. Today's fairy tale is going to embrace the underdog. And who doesn't love a good story about an underdog? But come on, let's add a nice furry cat. Take a listen in episode 15, The Poor Miller's Boy and the Cat. In a certain mill lived an old miller who had neither wife nor children. There were three boys who worked for him, and once, when they had served him for many years, he called them and said, I am old now and only fit to sit behind the stove. Set out for far countries, and whichever of you brings me back the best horse, to him I will give the mill. In return, he shall take care of me until my death. The third of the lads, however, was the stable boy, Hans, whom the others took for a simpleton. They grudged him even the chance of getting the mill, and thought anyway that he wouldn't really want it. They all three set out together, and when they reached the edge of the village, the two said to simple Hans, You may as well stay here. You will never in your life even get a nag. All the same, Hans did go with them, and when it was night, they came to a cavern, and there they lay down to sleep. The two clever lads waited until Hans was asleep. Then they climbed out and left little Hans lying there. They thought what a fine, clever thing they had done. But mind, even so, they shall not prosper. When the sun rose, Hans woke to find himself lying in a deep cavern. He looked around on every side and cried, Oh dear, where am I? Then he got up and clambered out and went into the forest and thought, Here I am, all alone and deserted. How can I ever find a horse now? As he thought this, he met a small tabby cat, which said in quite a friendly way, Hans, where are you going? Oh, I know you cannot help me, said Hans. I know very well what your wish is, said the little cat. You want to find a handsome horse. Come with me and be a faithful servant to me for seven years, and I will give you one, such a beauty that you have never seen in your life. Well, isn't this a strange cat, thought Hans, but I will chance it and see if what she says is true. She took him with her into her enchanted little house, and there she had nothing but kittens serving her. They leapt nimbly up and down the stairs and were merry and cheerful. In the evenings, when they sat down to dinner, three of them made music. One played the bass violin, the other the fiddle, and the third put a trumpet to her mouth and blew up her cheeks for all she was worth. When they had risen from the dining table, it was carried away, and the cat said, Now, Hans, come and dance with me. No, he replied, I couldn't dance with a pussy cat. I have never done such a thing in my life. Well, off to bed with you, she said to the cats. Thus, one of them lighted him on his way to the bedchamber. One took off his shoes, another his stockings, and finally one blew out the candle. The next morning, they came again and helped him get out of bed. One put on his stockings, one tied his garters, one fetched his shoes, one washed him, and another dried his face with her tail. That feels very soft, said Hans. He too had to serve the cats, however, and chop wood into fine sticks every day. To do that, he was given an axe of silver, some wedges, and a saw, also of silver, and a mallet of copper. Well, he chopped the wood fine, stayed in the house, had his good meat and drink, but never saw anyone but the tortoiseshell cat and her servants. One day she said to him, Go out and mow my meadow, and dry the grass. She gave him a scythe of silver and a whetstone of gold, 
but bade him return everything in good order again. So Hans went and did as he had been bidden. This accomplished, he carried the side, the whetstone, and the hay to the house, and asked if he was not yet ready to get his reward. No, said the cat, you must first do some more things for me. Here are planks of silver, a carpenter's axe, a square, and everything that is needed, all made of silver. With these, you must build me a little house. So Hans built the little house and said that he had done everything now and still had no horse. Even so, the seven years were gone like six months. Then the cat asked if he would like to see her horses, and Hans said he would. Thereupon she opened the little house for him, and the moment she opened the door, there were twelve horses standing there. Oh, so proud and shiny and glistening that the heart in him rejoiced to see them. The cat gave Hans something to eat and drink and said, Go home. I will not give you your horse now, but in three days' time I will come and bring it. As Hans got ready to depart, she showed him the way to the mill. But in all the seven years Hans had been with her, the cat had not given him any new clothes, so he had to keep on the ragged old smock which he had worn when he first came and which had become much too small for him everywhere. When he got home, he found the other two miller boys there. They certainly had brought with them a horse each. Only the one that belonged to the first was blind, and the other was lame. They asked him, "'Where is your horse, Hans?' "'It will come in three days' time,' said Hans. They laughed, saying, "'Well, Hans, where do you expect to get a horse from? "'That will be a beauty for sure.' Hans went into the dining room, but the miller said he should not sit down to eat with them, as his smock was so worn at the elbows and in rags that they would be ashamed should anyone call. So they gave him a little food to eat outside, and they went to rest in the evening. The other two did not allow him to lie in a bed. So in the end, Hans had to creep into the goose house and lie down on some hard straw. When he awoke, the three days had passed, and there came a coach with six horses. Oh, how they shone! They were a delight to behold. A servant brought a seventh horse, which was for the poor miller's boy. Then a resplendent princess stepped out of the carriage and went into the mill. The princess was the little tortoiseshell cat whom poor Hans had served for the seven years. She asked the miller where his lowliest servant was. He is in such rags and tatters that we cannot have him in the mill, said the miller. He lies in the goose house. Then the king's daughter, for such she was, said they should go to at once and fetch him. They fetched Hans out of the goose house, and he came holding his old smock together to cover himself. Then the servant unpacked magnificent garments, washed him and dressed him, and when he was ready, no king could have looked more handsome. The princess asked to see the horses brought by the other miller's boys, and they brought the one horse which was blind and the other which was lame. Then she bade the servant bring the seventh horse, and the miller said that such a magnificent horse had never yet come into his courtyard. This is for the third miller's boy, the princess said. Then it is he who must have the mill, said the miller. But the princess said to the miller that he was to have the horse and keep his mill as well. Then she took her faithful Hans, bade him sit on the coach, and drove off with him. First they drove to the little house which he had built with the silver tools, but now it had become a great castle, and everything inside was of silver and gold. Then she married Hans, and he was rich, so rich that he had enough money to last for as long as he lived. No one should say that he who is foolish will never make good.